Hello and welcome to the Lorna Marie Fitness Podcast, the show where we talk all things fitness, health, mindset and lifestyle to help you become fitter, healthier and happier. I help busy people who lack time, motivation and self-belief to look and feel great again. If you want to work with me, head over to lornamariefitness.co.uk, but for now, enjoy this episode. Good afternoon team and welcome to my kitchen. At the moment, our internet is down in our house, so I am standing in the area where we get great mobile phone signal, so I can hotspot from my phone. But hey, it's all good. Welcome to my 80s style kitchen. So just as a bit of a background here, when Will and I moved in, it was very much uh, in the 80s, stuck in the 80s kind of house, you know, avocado bathroom, or the, the pink carpet and things like that. <laughs> so we've done upstairs kind of modernised upstairs, and we've yet to do the downstairs. But I think it's quite cool. Do you? I, I like my kitchen. I love my little wall over there, uh, you know, with with the old phone on it. And that actually came with the house as well, which is really cute. Anyway, gang, before we get on to the Q&A today, say hello if you're there, by the way. Before we get on to the Q&A, I just want to say that dog yoga is not on tomorrow with the weather being so bad. In fact, I didn't do a sound check. Let me just see if I can hear myself. It's not on tomorrow. There I am. There I am. So it's not on with the weather being so awful tomorrow, unfortunately. Um, You know, if it's raining, it's fine to go on a walk. But if it's raining and it's muddy and the ground's sodden, it's not going to be nice for yoga. So what we're going to do is we're going to meet for a walk instead. So gang, you don't have to book on. Just come along. Half past nine, village hall. We're going to meet there and go on a nice little walk. So yeah, if you can make it, please do come. On to the Q&A. We've got some really good questions, as always. So I'm going to begin with question... I'll start from the top. Question number one. What supplements, if any, do you rate for an active perimenopausal 40-year-old woman? Asking for a friend. Okay, so I would always say diet and exercise first, no matter what. And when you hit that perimenopausal, menopausal stage, you might find, or you probably will find, there's some adjustments that you need to make. Your body might not tolerate food as well. You might get a lot of bloating because your digestion becomes a little bit sluggish, and that's due to a drop in estrogen. So you might find that you want to switch up your food to, to help you feel better. So some things that you used to be able to digest and tolerate really easily, you might not be able to anymore. You basically want to be focusing on protein being number one, Particularly when you hit the menopause, that is when your your muscle mass can really deplete quickly if you don't do anything to counteract that. So one thing to do would be making sure you're having enough protein. So high protein diet, I'd be looking at legumes, fruit, vegetables, thinking of whole foods and really, really nourishing your body with a little bit of everything. And maybe looking at portion sizing. So if you find that you're getting that midsection weight gain, just readjusting portion sizes sizes ever so slightly. And of course, a lot of it's going to come from exercise as well, making sure you are working your muscles. And you're also doing things, you know, holistically that are going to help with your headspace because when you're going through this stage, there's a lot to be dealing with. So though that would be my first suggestion, look at diet and exercise. And if you don't know already, gang, we are, well, I'm running a test group, a beta test group on the 1st of August, a 21 day revitalized program for perimenopausal, menopausal women to help them deal, well, help them alleviate their menopause symptoms. And we're going to be doing that mainly holistically 
through diet and exercise. So if you want to give that a go, come and join it because one, you get to guide it. So I'm looking for your feedback and things you want to hear more of. So you get to tailor it to you pretty much. And two, it's going to be cheaper because it's a beta test. So make sure you let me know or you put your name down on the wait list for that one. If you're not sure how to do that, just simply send me a message and I'll pop you down on the wait list. More information to come out about that soon. But anyway, just to let you know that I'm doing that and it's coming up. So in terms of supplements, If you've done everything with your diet, with exercise, I would be looking at, if you want to supplement, I'd be looking at calcium and vitamin D. So that is to help with the bones. Um, Like I said, with the muscles, it's it's very similar with your bones. Osteoporosis is real and it can be real if you are not having adequate calcium in your diet, but also if you are not creating that stimulus on your bones by practicing strength exercises and doing exercise in general. So I'd be looking at calcium and vitamin D. That, By the way, that's because of a depletion in estrogen. So that's why your calcium stores go through the floor as well. But there's things you can do. Calcium, vitamin D. <laughs> um, magnesium to help you, one, regulate your mood, but two, have a bit of a deeper a more restorative sleep because sleep can be a real issue during the perimenopause and menopause. Omega-3s, just for your joints, you might find that actually you get quite a lot of inflammation in your joints and you wake up in the morning, you feel all these aches and pains. You think, oh, I never had these before. So omega-3s, they can be really good ones. And there's a couple of herbal remedies that are a bit, you know, the, the science isn't there yet. Some people say they work, some people say they don't. So it's debated. And that would be primrose oil. And this one I can't pronounce. Black. <laughs> I can't say it. Kahosh. Kahosh. That one helps with hot flashes. Um, or hot flushes, whatever you want to call them. And the primrose oil is going to be more for um, mood swings, but also breast tenderness. So those are the main ones, really. So I'd say, number one, diet always. And then you can look at calcium, vitamin D, magnesium, omega-3s. And if you want to try one of the herbal remedies, you can. Another thing you can do is plant phytoestrogens. So these are natural foods like oats, like berries, uh, like chickpeas, like lentils. There's loads. All you need to do is Google phytoestrogens. And they basically mimic uh, what estrogen does in your body. And people find that this really, really helps. So the slight alteration in your diet to include more phytoestrogens can be really, really helpful. Okay, hope that was useful. And like I said, if you're interested in doing that beta test with me, um, let me know. 21 days. Question two. I'm losing weight slowly. Um, I used a Slimming World diet, which I got bored of. I'm eating healthy foods from your list. I'm finding I'm fuller for longer. Evening is my weakness as I get hungry and sometimes have something I shouldn't. It's my 50th in October and I want to look slimmer for that. With having a hectic time at school, I'm now, um, I've not been planning as much, but now I'm off, I hopefully want to get back on track. Any tips? Well, let's get you feeling fabulous for 50, first of all. (laughs) But I would say, so if you're finding that actually the weight loss is slow, firstly, define what that means. Like what is slow? So I would suggest weight loss between one to two pounds per week, no more, uh, because it's just not sustainable and you end up falling off, falling on the wagon. And number two, I would say no, not much slower than that, really, because we don't want to lose motivation with it all. We don't want to feel defeated. 
of course you get your weight fluctuates so you'll get some weeks that might be a little bit higher a little bit lower but on a whole on average one to two pounds per week is a good sort of aim to go for really now if you're finding yourself getting hung up on the scales and hung up on that number I would really consider throwing the scales away so I would probably take progress pictures every say six weeks just in your underwear keep them for you or you can share them or share them with me I would also say you want to measure progress in terms of your sleep, in terms of how you feel in yourself. Do you feel fitter? Are you feeling more energised? Is your mood better? In terms of how your clothes fit, are they feeling better? Are they getting looser? Are you feeling more toned? Like How, how are you as a person? A, a number on a scale can only tell you so much. So it's really important to measure progress in different ways as well. So I'd be tempted to do that if you find that actually you weigh yourself in the morning and it ruins your day or the rest of your week. If you'd rather be data-driven and go by a scale weight, what you need to do is you need to weigh yourself at the same time every day and take the lowest weight of the week and compare it over the weeks to take out any of those fluctuations. So with, with losing weight, you need to put yourself in a moderate calorie deficit. To do that, it's mainly going to come from your food, it's mainly going to come from your diet. So you want consistency with your diet, so you know what you're having for breakfast, lunch and dinner, and maybe one or two snacks. Keep it pretty much the same every day. If nothing happens over three weeks, then you can cut it down by, say, 20%. Just your portion sizes. Do that for three weeks. But make sure you're staying at it consistently, because if you're doing that, but at the weekend having a massive blowout, we don't really know where we are with anything. So it's just about being consistent, having a little bit of what you want too. That's absolutely fine. And also not over-restricting, because we all know if we over-restrict, it leads to over-indulging. And also making sure that you're keeping active. So you're doing your steps, you're aiming to do, say, at least a couple of strength workouts a week, cardio workout, and maybe a holistic one if you get time, just even if they're short ones, and make sure it fits in around your lifestyle. So it's committing to, well, it's committing to you, putting that time aside for you, and just being sensible with your diet, allowing yourself a little bit of what you want, but really focusing on what your body needs. Make it high protein to keep you fuller for longer. Fill your plate with veggies and fruit and high fiber, again, to keep you fuller for longer. Make sure you're staying really hydrated because um, sometimes, say if we're not hydrated, you can tend to, or your brain can kind of tend to mix it up with feeling a little bit hungry. So making sure that you're getting enough fluid into your body and also that will help with digestion, it will help with mental clarity and so many other things. Making sure you're getting adequate rest so your muscles can rest and your muscles can repair. You can get stronger and increase your metabolism because your BMR is going up. Your BMR is your metabolic rate. The more muscle you have, the higher metabolic rate to make muscle, we need to work out. Anyway, I feel like I'm going off on a tangent, but they're the things that you need to do. If you're finding that you are snacking in the evening, you're an evening snacker, is this a habit? If it's a habit, try going one night without to prove to yourself that you can do it. Or have a cutoff point and say, I'm not going to eat anything after 8pm that's going to be it. I'm not allowed to touch anything. I'm going to go do something different. I'm going to go sit in the bath at that time. I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to read my book at that time. Whatever you need to do at that normal time when you evening snack, disrupt the routine and prove to yourself, well, I didn't evening snack and nothing happened and I was absolutely fine. I can do it. Prove it to yourself first. And then you've also got to think, well, why am I actually doing it? Is it because I'm tired? 
Is it because I'm actually hungry? And if you are, can you address that? Can you maybe have a pudding of some Greek yogurt, Greek yogurt with some berries or something like that to get a bit of a sweet hit as well and high protein? Or say a banana or a couple of slices of toast or whatever to tie you over. Is it because it is just an ingrained habit that you do? And in that case, let's try and interrupt that habit and prove to yourself that you can do it. And also when you're in that moment, can you just sit with it? So when you're getting that craving, can you just sit with it for a a moment and think, okay, if I do this, how am I going to feel? If I ride this out, because you can ride cravings out, if I ride this out, how will I feel? You probably feel quite proud of yourself if you do that. But you just have to evaluate, am I hungry? Is it because I'm feeling tired and actually I benefit from getting an early night? Or is it because it's just a habit and it's just become something that I do? And what can you do in that case to alter it? So I hope, I hope that's useful. I hope that's helpful. It's a great question though. Question number three. And also obviously if you're ever struggling, just message me. Or if you ever have any further questions, just message me. Question number three. I'm struggling getting over that first hurdle. I'm worried I'm not fit enough to do this. How do I become a fit person? Now, <laughs> this question, I feel like, do you know what? The fitness journey will never end. I will do workouts and I will think, oh my goodness, that was so difficult. But the thing is, it's because you become fitter and then you learn how you can push yourself. And that's one of the great things about fitness. The journey will just never stop. It will never end. But you'll get fitter and you will get stronger. All you have to do is start. You hear so many people saying, oh, I'm just going to wait until I've lost a bit of weight to start. Or I'm going to wait until da 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 You'll be waiting forever. You have to start before you're ready. And that is the only thing that is going to get you fitter. Just by starting and taking that first step. And giving yourself permission to come to a class for 10 minutes. And turn it off and think, right, that, that's all right for today. That's good first week. Or good second week or whatever. Next week, I'm going to try and increase that by five minutes. Or next week, I'm going to go out my comfort zone and I'm going to try that class for 10 minutes. You know you can always come to my lives and shut them off after a few minutes and I won't think anything of it. I'll just think, oh, you know, you might have something to do. Or actually, you might just be doing 10 minutes of that one that day and that's fine. You can also do that on demand. You can also change the moves. You're in the comfort of your own home. It's not like you're in a class with loads of people there and you're doing something different to everyone else and you feel like the odd one out. It's not like that. No one's going to know. Or if you've got your camera on, no one's going to care anyway. So camera on or off, whatever. Um, You can change it. You can make it your workout. You can slow the moves down. You don't have to worry. Don't feel that pressure. There's no pressure there. Just know that if you're consistent, so if you're just starting out, I always suggest three workouts a week. If you're just starting out, do your three workouts a week consistently. And even if they're just 10 minutes at a time, the next week they're 15, the next week they're 20, do it. And you will see your progress and you will see yourself flying. And in the beginning, that's where you make the most fitness gains. Um, and then as soon as you, you, know, you get to a good level, a really good level of fitness, you can still get those fitness gains, but they end up being kind of marginally a little bit smaller you're already fit <laughs> um, and there's only so well, so far you can take it I suppose but uh, the way that I see it is really your fitness journey never ends and you can just take it in so many different directions and that's the great thing about it so just start start before you're ready and go for it you're in a comfortable environment with us question four I tend to be an all-or-nothing kind of person I've been really busy recently with my job kids going on holiday and I've done nothing and I feel like there's never going to be the right time to do this 
and go all in like I want to. What do I do? Where do I start? And how do I get out of this mindset? So the all or nothing mindset, the black and white mindset is really, really common. And so many people do it. But the thing is, we've got to remember that we are only human and we are going to slip up. So sometimes this is where it actually stems from. Say you slip up on your diet, say you open up the biscuits and actually rather than having two or three, you end up eating the whole packet because it's open. And then if you eat them, then they've gone and whatever, because you'll just start on Monday, it'll be fine. And then you just keep telling yourself that story. And then on Monday, you get to Monday, you over-restrict, you don't eat enough, your energy levels dip, you haven't got that motivation, you're fatigued, you're exhausted. So what happens? You end up looking for a sugar hit or something else and the exact same happens, you get stuck in this awful pattern. So the best thing is to disrupt the pattern and notice, number one, when we slip up, hey, we're only human. It's fine, it's totally normal. But what we've got to do is draw a line from where we're at and continue showing love and respect to our bodies and our minds. Because hey, they're the place where we live, right? So we just go about our normal plan. Draw a line and go about the normal plan from that day. So if you slip up on Friday and tell yourself Monday, we well, you can be telling yourself Monday forever. You slip up on Friday, just say, okay, Saturday, I'm gonna wake up, I'm gonna do a little bit, a bit of exercise, I'm gonna nourish my body in the best way, I'm gonna hydrate, you know, just get back into good routines as soon as you possibly can. I would also say, you know, are you this all or nothing mindset because you're setting these massive goals for yourself that just feel unachievable and unreachable? Like, for example, I'm gonna lose a stone. Okay, well, well great, but that just feels so far-fetched. It seems so far away. How about we break it up and say, this week, my aims are complete three workouts, drink roughly two, two and a half litres of water a day. I'm going to make sure I'm getting to bed on time and I'm going to be good with my food. I'm going to have three meals, maybe one or two snacks and base each meal around a protein source and tick off those boxes. And then when you get to the end of that week and you make progress and actually you get on the scales and, oh, lost a pound or two there. Or you don't get on the scales and you just measure your progress that way and see how you feel. You'll get there. But there's no point in just thinking of this number in the distance because it doesn't feel, it feels unattainable. So you just got to break it down and set realistic goals for yourself as well that you know you can achieve. So if for you, say for example, if you wanted to cut down on something like your sugary treats or your drink, say if you drink like a glass of wine, um, a night or maybe at the weekends you're having five, six or more or whatever it might be on several days, rather than saying, right, I'm going to cap it all. Why not reduce it bit by bit and say, okay, I know that if I just cut it all out, all or nothing approach, it's not going to be useful for me because I'll just go back to it. So what I'm going to do is reduce it by 20%, whatever that might be, if that's the sweet treats, if it's the if it's a drink, whatever it is, reducing it and making it more realistic and attainable and going down that route instead. Or it might be caffeine, whatever it is. Um, and also, two things I wanted to add, I've just written down just to remind myself. One is, enjoy the journey. Losing weight or being on a fitness journey, you know, even if you're not losing weight, you're just trying to increase your fitness levels, doesn't have to be horrendous. It can be really fun. And if you enjoy the journey, life is a journey. If you enjoy the journey, you will get there and you'll be happy along the way. Quite often when we set ourselves a target of I'm going to get here and when I get here, I'm going to be really, really happy and have achieved everything. You get there and actually 
something really happens, you're like, oh, okay. And then you either want to do something else or move the goalposts. So what you actually have to do is enjoy it on the way. You really do. So know that you can enjoy it. And also, the other thing is stop telling yourself you're an all or nothing person. If you tell yourself, oh, I do this and then I go off on one because I'm just so all or nothing with everything, well, then you always will be. You've just got to start telling yourself a different story and start acting like the person you want to become and then you'll eventually come them. It might feel foreign to start off with, but once you keep on doing it and keep on telling yourself a different story, you will become that. Next question. I've been unwell and struggling to get back into things. What would you suggest? I would strongly suggest listening to your body. When you've been unwell, obviously depending on what it is as well and how unwell, but when you've been unwell, you need to prioritise rest. Your body needs nutrients, it needs energy, it needs rest to recover and to repair and get back to normal again. When we exercise, obviously you're going to be expending energy, so you have to think of how ill you are. And if you're starting to feel better, you know, can we afford to give some of that energy to exercise? And actually, will that help me feel more energised now I'm starting to feel a bit better? And you want to break yourself in gradually. So you might want to start off with some yoga, pilates, some power walking, something like that. Or maybe go back to stronger and using really light weights and build it up in terms of intensity, in terms of duration, until you feel a bit better. But just kind of cut yourself some slack a little bit and know that it's it's all right. Everyone gets ill at points. But what we've got to do is prioritise getting better. Nourishment, hydration, rest and if you feel like doing a workout just drop that intensity a little bit or drop the duration okay next question i think this is the last one okay i get worried about feeling faint due to not enough food i've never gone um without or fainted i've always actually probably ate too much and thinking with all this exercise shall i carry on just be mindful and the more exercise will my naughty cravings disperse a little i hope this will make sense so what I would do is make sure, yes, you need to be mindful. You need to be mindful and think, okay, well, obviously, if I'm going to be doing, I don't know, this is an exaggeration, but if I'm going on a 15-mile run, I'm not going to get up and go on a fasted 15-mile run. I'm going to make sure that I've put the energy into my body to do that. And in terms of the shorter workouts, some people can do them fasted, as in first thing in the morning or later on the day if they've not eaten much. Some people feel fine doing that. Other people really, really don't. So you just have to see how you feel. Um, I mean, if you find that at the moment what you're doing is working for you, great. Or if you find that actually you're getting to workouts and you're feeling a little bit full, you've not properly digested your food, maybe you just don't have as much just before or make sure you leave a little bit longer so your body can digest the food to use that energy to go for your workout. So that's another option. But I would just say make sure you're having regular meals, regular meals and regular snacks as well, keeping the energy at a level and not allowing it to dip too much and just seeing how you feel. If you're not sure, experiment and you can always have like a banana or some sweets by the side if you're thinking, oh, I wonder actually, I have had my breakfast or I have eaten, but I'm just still a little bit worried. Just have have something by the side and just see how you get on. Um, but just it is about balance giving yourself that sustained energy is about being mindful and kind of putting it into context and being pragmatic like what kind of workout are you going to be doing um how do you normally feel how long is the workout going to be and then experiment see what works for you and do what works for you like personally for me 
say when I get up in the morning, if I'm teaching an early morning class, I will have something to eat before. It'll be something like a banana. Then I'll do the class and then I'll have my proper breakfast afterwards because I feel like I just need that energy and that fuel. But other people will just get up, like Will, he'll probably get up, do a bike ride, and then he'll come back and have some breakfast. So it, it just depends on what you work well on. So yeah, see how you feel. And always think about nourishing your body. And also I feel like, at the moment, as you said, you've never fainted before and you feel like you're just worried about it and you're worried about the cravings and things, but all of these are sort of what if things and they're not actually happening. So just think about what's going on right now and controlling the controllables and don't don't worry about, it's a hypothetical worry, isn't it? A worry that it's like something that hasn't actually happened yet. So <laughs> don't worry about it. Be really mindful and make sure you're giving your body what it needs. Because our bodies do a great job of looking after us, don't they? Anyway, team, that's all for the questions today. I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope that was really insightful. And you'll have to let me know if you're coming tomorrow, if you're coming on the walk, or if you want to do the, the menopause 21 day, um, let me know about that one. Like I said, that's the 1st of August. And I wish you all a fabulous Friday. I will see you soon, gang. Bye.